FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. FM 104's Select Irish and Spider has just released her live performance of her new single Daisy Chains and she joins me now to tell me more. Hello. Hi, how are you? Very good. So Daisy Chains, tell me about this single. Yeah, well, I wrote Daisy Chains pretty much after an experience that kind of made me feel like I'd had my personal space invaded a bit. Mm. Like, you know, those experiences you have where, you know, you're not sure something should have happened, but you're not sure if you should say anything about it either. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just tiptoe around it and you're just, you continue to be very nice and very polite about the whole thing. But like deep down, you know, like, ah, oh, I don't think that should have happened. And I kind of feel like I should have said something about that. Um, I kind of wrote this song a couple months after something like that happened to me. And like, I was just basically like letting out like, all of like my unfiltered emotions about it. I was really letting go of this idea that I had to be kind and graceful all the time, even when something bad has been done to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really just felt that, wrote this song, let myself, you know, sound a little bit crazy. The lyrics are a little bit, you know, kind of violent at times. (laughs) And like, I remember turning to the guy, Matt Samjoy, who was producing it. And I was kind of like, hmm. Um, (laughs) like... (laughs) these are quite a lot for me you know I'm sure there's more violent lyrics out there but for me it was a lot um it actually felt quite freeing to write it and release it um and yeah that's what it's about yeah that's pretty much it it's a very Irish feeling though isn't it I think we're great at that just kind of you know brushing things over or just kind of not wanting to make a scene or not wanting to make a fuss basically you know what I mean yeah. like oh but was it really that serious it probably wasn't they probably <laughs> didn't mean it that way so I'm just gonna let it and it's, you know like you don't have to always let everything go and I think especially no. like for women it's like this thing that is put upon us that we have to be kind always like even if something is done to us we have to just remain kind and graceful all the time and sometimes we reserve the right to be a little bit angry absolutely um, yeah so that's really what like the that's the place I was coming from with that so it's almost like an anthem for us all who've been in similar situations, I'm sure, throughout the years, yeah. which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, definitely that, definitely that. You had a name change to Spider a few years ago. Did that help with approaching music for you? Yeah, definitely. I think I used to make music under a different name. I, I never say it because I honestly think I didn't like that music I was making. Mm-hmm. So I'm always afraid that someone's going to go and find it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I did change my name. It was in the middle of the pandemic also. I'd basically stopped making music. I'd had this really weird industry experience that happens that kind of made me very scared about of, of like making anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wasn't making any music for a while. I wasn't being creative. And I started seeing like lots of spiders pop up in my room. And it was like a like a lot of spiders. It wasn't like a normal amount. And we don't live beside woods or anything. Yeah. Um it's in London. So it's a, it's you know, it's a very an industrial city. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Um and I'm a very spiritual person, you know, I like my tarot cards, I like my incense, and I look for meaning in everything. So I Googled like Oh, like, what does it mean when you keep seeing spiders popping up everywhere? And basically, like, I was looking through lots of articles and I found out that spiders can come through as like a spirit guide for creatives who haven't been creating art. Wow. And that resonated with me because I hadn't been making anything at all. So I kind of took that as a sign that maybe I should make music again. And I was kind of like, okay, 
Um, if I do make me to gig and I'm going to call myself Spider and pretty much everything after that felt just like way more authentic than what I had, I had been doing previously. Yeah. Um, I started like embracing a much heavier sound. I was working with the guitars more. I think like I just really opened myself up and like very much like let go of like a lot of control I was holding on to before the name change. And I, I honestly don't really even know specifically why, but I think it is that feeling of like, you know, a new beginning, a clean slate. Um, and also feeling very like connected to what I was doing because like the meaning and the story behind it and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, yeah you're also self-taught producer and songwriter is that nice to be able to have I suppose a control for want of a better word over what you're doing yeah to be honest like I am a massive control freak when it comes to like things I make um so I started like teaching myself how to produce when I was 17 and that was just because like I loved a lot of like I was finding a lot of artists on the internet that like they just didn't sound like anything I'd heard before and I was just like obsessed with being like how do they get that sound why does it sound like that I need to know how to do that um and that's why I started teaching myself and I kind of took that with me when I moved to London and I think for me it's also just the thing of like I've always had a very specific way I've wanted things to sound in my head and it's very hard to communicate that sometimes um with you know somebody outside of you so and also most producers are always guys and honestly I was kind of like I don't really want to work with the guy right now I kind of I just kind of like want to you know like have this creative energy kind of like in an incubator and grow it by myself and um there's also like a huge lack of female producers in the scene anywhere as well so I think it was like really important for me to kind of like just know how to do that by myself um, and kind of be self-sufficient and independent in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also it's like nice as well because I've met like other female producers that way and we both kind of like, you know, gather and talk about like our experiences Um, being able to produce and being a woman at the same time comes with its own like little instances, little interesting instances. I can imagine, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and also, as they say, knowledge is power. So it's always good to to know all about it anyway, especially when it's your art. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's a reflection of you, you know. So I think like it, everything always feels more authentic when at least like it started from you, you know. Mm, absolutely. You also made a move to London. What is or how is the scene different there to here? You know what? I feel like I can only answer because because when I moved to London, I hadn't really had that much experience of the Irish music industry. So I can't really compare it. But I think for my experience, it was very intense. I think because like London is one of those, you know, big cities where everybody goes there to make some sort of dream come true. Everyone has a very like intense energy about them. Like everybody's trying to do the exact same thing and everybody wants to do big things as soon as possible. So it's kind of like an air of competitiveness around. But also if you can find like a good group of people that are able to harness that competitive nature in like a healthy way where you can kind of like help each other is very transformational, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I really wanted to go because I wanted to kind of throw myself into the deep end Um and kind of just like, you know, what those situations where you're like, you'll either sink or swim. Yeah. And I kind of have to swim. I was I really wanted to do that to myself because I just wanted to make sure there was no plan B for me to fall back on. There was no like comfort, because I think in that way, it's like more motivating to go and do what you need to do to make things happen for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really like the thought process behind my move. Um, so I think like, yeah, it's just very competitive, but also it's inspiring because there's so many different artists out there, so many people doing different things. And like, you'll go somewhere one day and then leave feeling completely different about, you know, the way you want to make your art and stuff. I mean, that's something I think I really appreciate about um, the move to London for me. 
You're also working on your EP, Object of Desire. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's coming out on the 23rd of February, which is soon. Um, Very soon, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah, literally in a couple of weeks. I'm very excited. Also kind of nervous, but that's, you know, nerves are good. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to have it out there. How long have you been working on it? Oh, a, you know, <laughs> I think it's felt like a long time to me. Um, people have said to me that it doesn't feel as long between, I had an EP a year ago in 2023 called Hell or High Water. Mm -hmm. And people have said like, oh, like the time between that and this one doesn't feel that long. But I think for me, it felt like ages, but I think I was just very intense about making it. I kind of started making it last summer. I kind of locked myself in a studio and just kind of started teaching myself how to produce guitars because I can produce like electronic stuff, but I'd never really produced guitars all by myself like without okay. the help of anybody else yeah but I just wanted to know that I could do it <laughs> you know so yeah. I kind of like was in the studio every summer like every day of the summer like just making the worst beats ever but you have to be yeah. bad to be good you know <laughs> so like this I was doing it. that for yeah um yeah and then once I kind of got a sound that I liked I made a couple songs myself and then I went into the studio with uh, my friend Mass Time Joy who produced Daisy Chains um and yeah that's kind of how it came about just like a lot of experimentation a lot of time spent by myself uh yeah so that's coming on 23rd of February before that though you're going to be in Dublin at Borderline Festival yeah I am on Thursday the 15th yeah, I'll be playing Borderline Festival. So that's Will really exciting. People get to hear a bit of the uh, a bit of the EP at that point. Yeah, um, there. I think you know what? I think actually, I might be lying. I think I only play two songs from the new EP. So I play this song called "Straight Out the Oven" and mm -hmm. I play "Daisy Chains." Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I guess people are just going to have to wait until the twenty third to hear the rest of to hear all of it. <laughs> Absolutely. So they need to check that out. Yeah. Object of Desire is out on the twenty yeah. third of February. Daisy Chains is out at the moment. Where is the best place yeah. to keep up to date with everything you're doing? Probably Instagram. I'm at your girl Spider on Instagram and Spider on Spotify as well. There's always some stuff on there. And um, yeah, amazing Pretty Spider. Much. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. I appreciate it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 